Dr. Paul Leslie Hour, helping people tell their stories. And now, your host, Paul Leslie. Hey, it's me. Hello, and welcome to the Paul Leslie Hour. I'm honored that you're here. Have you ever been on a cruise ship? I confess that I have not. But I'm pulling out an interview from the archives. This was originally broadcast on Radio Margaritaville years ago. I believe this was 2004. I was just getting started. It was done at Henry Jordan's studio. This is a blast from the past. This interview is with Brent Jones, the coordinator for the Parrothead Cruise. He talks about the famous and infamous cruises where toga parties, great music, and sometimes questionable behavior abound. All for a good cause. In fact, over the years, the Parrothead Cruise has raised more than $320,000 for charities. These legendary annual cruises were beloved by tropical music fans and beach lovers. A certain kind of reveler, Parrotheads, which is a way of saying Jimmy Buffett fans. This interview was broadcast back in 2004, as I said, but I'm bringing the interview back out to promote Parrothead Cruise 2022. Just go to parrotheadcruise.com for more information. They'll be departing from Miami, Florida on March 12th, 2022. That's next year. You can go to parrotheadcruise.com and find out about how they'll be departing from Miami, Florida on March 12th. And they're going to be visiting some interesting countries, Honduras, Belize, and Mexico. The cruise is being called Bring Back the Magic, which is the name of a song Jimmy Buffett wrote with Will Jennings. It appears on the 1988 album Hot Water. It's a great underrated ballad, and I think the sentiment works. Bring back the magic. If you're interested, again, you can register at parrotheadcruise.com, and there's also a raffle you can enter if you'd like to win your way aboard. You can support the Paul Leslie Hour. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Just go to thepaulleslie.com and click on support the show. One more thing. Please, please consider sharing this interview online. It helps us all. So now I'll take you back to that evening when this interview with Brent Jones was recorded. We're sitting down with Brent Jones, the main Boana with the Parrothead Cruise. For our listeners, what exactly is a Parrothead Cruise? Well, Paul, the short answer is that it's a flocking at sea. It's a social and philanthropic event thrown by the Atlanta Parrothead Club every year. Uh, it's an opportunity for a bunch of parrot heads to get together, travel down to the islands, and do the sort of things you would normally expect to do at a, at a flocking, get together, listen to some music, all while having a good time, hopefully for a good cause. And when is this all going down? Our next trip, uh, Parrot Cruise 2004, is going to be our sixth adventure, and we're departing on March 20th uh, from Fort Lauderdale, and we're going to be uh, heading down for eight nights. And how did the Parrot Head Cruise come to be? I mean, how did this all... How did this start? In 1999 uh, is when we had our first Parrothead cruise, and it started off really as an event just for the Atlanta Parrothead Club. My parents own a cruise travel agency, uh, and so between me being a Parrothead and them owning a cruise agency, it made sense that to put together a little a little cruise just for the club. And I fashioned it as a fundraiser, as a way for us to go get together as a group and have some fun, and raise a little bit of money. Uh, but that first year, we invited uh, 
you know, we opened it up to anybody that wanted to join us. So in addition to members of the Atlanta Club, there were maybe a dozen or so parrot heads from around the country that came with us. There are actually 44 people that ended up going on the first cruise. Uh, people had a great time. Everybody wanted to go again. And so the second year we went out with 119 people and the word started to spread. And so going back a little further, how did you get involved with the Atlanta Parrot Head Club? And, and even further than that, how did you get involved with Parrot Headism? Well, I grew up in Florida. And if you grow up in Florida, it's pretty much required reading in school that you, you know, listen to Jimmy Buffett and learn about being a parrot head. I grew up near the water. I used to windsurf. I like to sail. I fly. And a lot of those, uh, activities and a lot of those ideals, you know, tied in nicely with being a parrot head. Uh, I went to my first Buffett concert in Florida, but I really became involved in organized parrot headism, I suppose, when I moved to Atlanta about eight years ago. I had uh, just moved here from Arkansas. And I didn't really know a lot of people in the town. And a couple of the people that I did know were involved in this organization called the Atlanta Parrothead Club. I knew about Jimmy Buffett. I was a fan. Didn't really know much about, you know, about organized parrotheads. But I went with them to my very first parrothead activity, which was A1A playing at a Cinco de Mayo party, uh, at a little, at a little bar that's no longer there, unfortunately. And I was hooked. I met a bunch of great people, had a lot of fun. And the rest was history. And so this year's cruise, where, where is it going? We're going down to the Banana Republics. Our, uh, our stops are, we're departing from Fort Lauderdale, and we're heading down to Belize, Costa Rica, and Panama. I imagine with a bunch of parrot heads on a boat that there are some stories you could tell. Some of them are suitable for airplay. <laughs> yeah, there's, uh, there's quite a few stories I could tell, quite a few stories that I promised I wouldn't uh uh, our good friend Jeff Pike of A1A will tell you that uh, some of the stories about horseplay in the hot tub are probably best unsaid, <laughs> better better left unsaid. And and so, what in the way of entertainment uh, on the on the cruise ship? It, I mean, is Jimmy Buffett going to come on? It, it is a Parrothead cruise. <laughs> okay, let let me clear out this. Jimmy Buffett is not going to be on the Parrothead cruise. He's welcome to come along if he wants to, but uh, he's not going to be there. I. Actually, imagine it'd be Jimmy's personal hell being stuck on a boat with four or five hundred crazy fans and nowhere to go. <laughs> but uh, we are very fortunate, however, that uh, we have a number of great Parrothead musicians that have joined us in the past and will be joining us in the future. Uh, for this upcoming cruise, uh, James White, Sonny Jim, and A1A are going to be on board providing entertainment. And we're actually doing a pre-cruise party in Fort Lauderdale the night before along with the members of the Barefoot Children Parrothead Club, and Jim Morris is going to be performing for that. I understand that the uh, the cruise benefits a good cause. What? Tell me about that. Yeah, the cruise from its inception has been a fundraiser and a philanthropical event. Uh, for the first couple of years, the cruise benefited the March of Dimes in the name of one of our club members. And then for the last several years, the cruise benefits one of the Atlanta Parrothead Club's uh, key charities, which is Breast Cancer Research. And I've heard some stories about this, and uh, I've seen Animal House a million times, of course. <laughs> For those few going. poor souls who have no idea what happens at a toga party, <clears throat> what exactly is this? On the 2000 Parrothead Cruise, we went on an Italian-based cruise line, Costa, and they actually had a organized toga party event, and it was pretty sedate and pretty tame. Uh, until the parrot heads got hold of it. And we, we planned ahead and brought our, tr our grass skirts and our coconut bras and our tropical print togas and just went crazy and had a really great time. And it's become a cruise tradition ever since. 
uh, of course, the the Costa cruise line we went on had somewhat of an organized parish, uh, had an organized toga party, and they knew what was going to happen. Ever since then, there is no organized toga party. Just the all the other passengers and crew and staff on the ship are somewhat taken by surprise when 400 people show up in in uh, in crazy wild togas and outfits and start to have a good time. We we meet uh, in the evening. We get together, start laughing and drinking, taking pictures, listening to music. And actually, for our toga party, we have a special collection of naughty parrothead music that we ordinarily wouldn't be allowed to play, all the ones with the dirty words in them. <laughs> and uh, so that kind of gets us in the right frame of mind. And then in our, I guess, well-lubricated state, we parade <laughs> Junkanoo style to the formal dining room. So imagine 400 people or so <laughs> with conga drums and maracas and shakers and flashing beads and everything else you could imagine parading the length of the ship, uh, causing a lot of heads to turn, a lot of jaws to drop, and a lot of well, a lot of people to hide their children. <laughs> so how do the other passengers react to throngs of tequila-fueled parrot heads? You know, most people love it. We're, in some ways, we're the ideal passengers because we're out there having a great time, making our own fun, and having just a wonderful experience. In fact, every year since we've started doing this, we've met people on the boat who've asked about being a parrot head, who've gotten involved, who've joined the Atlantic Club, who've joined other clubs. In fact, there are... At, at my current count, four PHIP parrothead clubs that were chartered basically as a result of parrotheads who got together on the cruise and found out about the organization, found out it was such a great time, and took it home with them. So generally, everybody has a great time. People are constantly asking how they can come with us next year. Um, on the other side of the coin, we always manage to piss some people off. I mean, there are some people that, that if they're not having fun, they're not happy, I suppose, or if they're not complaining, they're not happy. And I figure as long as we're doing that, we're probably doing something right. <laughs> I, uh, I remember being on an elevator on, uh, one of the cruise ships and I, my parrot head ID wasn't visible, I suppose. And there was an older couple on there. They were yammering on, complaining about the parrot asses on board the ship. And I kind of chuckled about it because if I had my choice between hanging out with all the parrot asses or hanging out with that old couple, I think I made the right choice. <laughs> So, for all the people out there that are now dying to go on a Parrothead cruise, how can we be a part of a future Parrothead cruise? It's really pretty simple. Uh, the, the thing I recommend the most is we have a website that has all the information about our past cruises and all the information about all of our future cruises. It's www.parrotheadcruise.com. Uh, you'll be able to find out, like I said, photos, itineraries, where we're going, where we've been, why we're doing it, and learn everything there is to know. Uh, there's also a mailing list that we maintain that you can sign up for on the website, and we will send you information about upcoming cruises as they're determined. I have no idea right now where we're going for Parrothead Cruise 2005. Uh, there's still some some discussion going on, but as you could imagine, the uh, the Parrothead Cruise 2004 is the one I'm I'm most excited about right now because it's right around the corner. All right, thank you, Brent. I sure appreciate it. Thanks for taking the time to talk to me, ladies and gentlemen. Brent Jones. Goodbye.